0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: We have an unexpected wild fab period. We have the Yankees making a, having a huge win tonight. We got a lot to talk about in baseball. All coming up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Stick around. Happy Sunday night, everybody! Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Scott Jensen. Join us always on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. If you could please rate and review the podcast wherever you happen to listen to us or watch us, that would be fantastic. If you hit the like button, if you're watching on YouTube, that would be great. Also, uh, if everybody watching live, hello, and everybody listening uh, listening tomorrow morning, hello to you. Also, Jeff, it's uh, it's September and uh, and we got baseball going on. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a pretty honest guy with you most of the time. Uh, I kind of felt it this week. I felt like these moves are important. I started to feel the pressure for the first time all season long. These uh, This Sunday felt a little bit different than the rest of them for some reason.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I felt it earlier. You know, I, I feel like, yeah, I, I felt it the last couple of weeks. But yeah, this week, I, I definitely felt like after not getting my top targets, kind of felt, I felt that regret. And I felt regret that I didn't have more money in Fab remaining. So we couldn't go after the big names. You know, big names aren't always a guarantee of that everything, but uh right. yeah, same time it, it was yeah, I, I felt that a little bit there. And I also I'm feeling the pinch now on time. Uh you know, things are things are happening. Kids are back in school. Yeah. There's you know, uh, and you, so. I mean,
1: you, you work, you work in this world, obviously way more than I do. Like you have football going on constantly. Like that's a, that's a big, that's a big thing right there. Like that, is, you have a lot of time commitment to that. Like I'm setting lineups and I do one show with you guys a week on Friday mornings, but mm-hmm. like you're, you're full-time doing football. That's gotta be, that's gotta be tough with family. and i like, you have a lot of stuff going on. This is, September's gotta be wild for you.
2: It is. It is. And, uh, you know, I was in, I've been in Vegas the last two weekends, um, don't cry for me. It, I was going to say, I a great I job.
1: Doesn't sound too rough.
2: I did the NFFC yesterday, primetime. And nice. I always know that Saturday, it's like you go to the sports book and it's just all college football. Yep. There's not even a single baseball game on. Uh, and drive home. Was I listening to baseball? No, yes, some, but I was also listening to Ohio State and Notre Dame. Um, I have two TVs on. One of them's on this wild ending to L- LSU, FSU. Is Florida State uh,
1: really about to blow this, by the way? Um,
2: they're debating whether there's a second or uh second left on the clock or not. Um, and if there is, like LSU gets a play from their two yard line. So this game, it'll this be, game
1: looked over 10 minutes ago, too.
2: Well, it, it was so many improbable things. We won't go sure. into it, but there was a muffed punt and then a fumble at the goal line by FSU, and basically, where on this crazy pitch play where they just don't do that, don't put yourself at yeah. harm's way. I don't
1: right? I don't have a lot of college football strength I'm obviously a Stanford fan, but uh I'm all for rooting against Brian Kelly at all points possible.
2: Yeah, cannot, uh, cannot,
1: cannot stand that dude.
2: I'm not a big partisan of FSU either, though. But it, it's weird to think of them as the plucky underdogs in this one. Right. But then again, it, it is the we're going to call it a neutral neutral game, even though it's the SEC yeah. showcase game. that seems like they I was assuming nobody ahead.
1: thought this is going to be two unranked teams when they set this game five years ago. And, uh, but let's get it. Let's get into baseball. We got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about strategy a little bit first. Uh, September is. A different animal in in baseball. It's not quite the you know the week eighteen of the NFL where everybody sits, but we're going to have a lot of. Uh, we saw it already starting this week. We had a lot of injuries when we get to news and notes. There are a lot of big names that are either banged up or missing time this weekend. We got a lot of pitchers that are leaving games early. You know, you just you're not they're not pushing guys as much. I think we're going to see that a lot more the last couple of weeks. I think the the, the short spring training is going to going to rear its ugly head and come up here in the next few weeks. I think the last couple of weeks are going to be really difficult to to kind of manage and uh, and figure out, uh, especially on starting pitching, who you can throw out there.
2: Oh yeah. It, it's really hard. You're getting, you're going to get late scratches. Yep. Uh, you know, you're going to find, there's going to be guys available in the pool and you're not even going to know who they are. I mean, I, I do this for a freaking living. And there's, there's guys like, I've never heard of this guy. I've never heard of this guy that I better do a projection for him though. Um, and and that, it's going to be a lot of that. And yes, it, it's thin, but it's thick at the same time. There's a bunch of names. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Uh, for questions out there, we'll hit up some of these questions in a second. Uh, I'm just r- acknowledging, I see your question there. Uh, Jordan, we'll get you in a sec there. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it's it's really difficult. Um, it's, really tar- it, it's, uh, it's really hard to uh, stay on top of that there. And, you know, right. see, finding out when they're going to scratch somebody, you know, and they're going to manage workloads. I mean, especially... The, the
1: manage workload is tough because all of a sudden guy comes out after 3 innings you're like what the heck just happened and there you go you know wins are wins are gold right now wins are so yes. clump, clumped up in every league it. Like you know you look at other categories and maybe you have a little bit of a buffer but wins is a tough one there are just so few of them it's just hard to get them and that's a and your guy leaves after 3 and you didn't know it was coming that's just that's really tough right there but Who I, was I think, it
2: that left after 3 last week uh it was perfect too or something like that and we thought oh he's yeah, hurt and they just said it was managing workload up.
1: I forget it was a big uh, game too
2: yeah it was and uh, it just it wasn't, no, Scher- it
1: wasn't Scherzer, was it?
2: No, no, No. Scherzer left early, but it was...
1: Yeah, that was a fatigue in his left side. Um, yeah,
2: that was a legit thing. Yeah, no, no think- it was a young... Ew. Yeah.
1: I'm t- point, yeah. Is, point is, there's guys you don't expect they're going to throw 60 pitches and come out. I think drops are really important right now, too. I think you have to be very, very just... You got to be able to drop almost anybody at this point. Like, I uh, I had Tyler Malley today, went back in the aisle. Like, that was an automatic drop. I mean, Done. best case, best case scenario you know, it's probably not going to come back in two weeks, but best case he does. Maybe you get two workable starts and maybe the first one's, uh, you know, short and he's not going to go deep and just, you can't hold on to someone for maybe as last week of September start, because they're probably not going to start anyway. And if they do, you can pick somebody else up at that point. I think you got to be really you, with, with drops. you got to be willing to cut guys. You wouldn't be able to cut in July or say, so.
2: Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, even, even hitters like Jorge Polanco. I, I think he's in drop land. I think Jeff Zimmerman was tweeting about that too. Uh,
1: I mean, you can always pick them back up, but you, you need that
2: spot. You need the spot.
1: Yeah. And you look something like the NFPC where you have, you know, you have seven bench spots and you want to be able to, you want to be able to react to guys who maybe don't play for the weekend or maybe get, get yeah. banged up. You're gonna, I mean, I'm looking at, I want three or four active bats on my bench every week from now on as much as I can. I mean, some injuries here and there, but for the most part, someone's on the IL Unless it's a big name, I know they're coming back quick. I want all those bats on my, on my on my bench to be active and be able to put them in. Cause I, I know I'm going to have to have to use guys the second half of the week.
2: Yeah. LSU just scored a touchdown extra point pending with the time with time running out, by the way, go for, so, go for two. Um, yeah, real man goes for two.
1: Yeah, so I think the key, the other key, the key thing is categories. Like, make sure you yeah. know exactly what you need. I've got a couple leagues where I can't move up, up or down in saves. And there's, you know, it's a, it's a good idea to maybe use eight starters. Maybe, maybe yeah, get, get some K's. You know, you, you maybe if you have a stud reliever, you want to throw him in there. Maybe he gets a, maybe he gets, he gets good ratios for you. Get some K's. Maybe sneaks a win. But for the most part, like going eight one, going nine zero, going five four. If you, you know, can't That's... move up he wins is, is a spot that. I think it's really important. I have an online championship where I I I, threw, I don't have any good closes, but I threw four of them out there this week because I'm I'm leading in wins. I'm, I'm I'm way up there in K's and I'm way back in saves. I got seven saves this week from a bunch of no names, so but it's huge. It's,
2: you got seven saves.
1: I that's yeah, I had Nick Martinez. I think had thread two, and then someone else I had that had three. That was
2: gross. Yeah. I'm gonna so in online Maine, we've got uh, ninety three wins. Next place is eighty. So I'm going, and so obviously we got to max our saves where you know but even if we can only gain that one point in the league you do it um oh my gosh extra point blocked oh, oh you've got to be kidding me I told oh. you to go for
0: two. Oh man that's Brian uh,
2: Kelly that's our, just too uh, bad
3: our oh. mutual our mutual
1: friend Mike Quackenbush is blowing up my phone right now he's a Florida State uh it's Florida State attender he went to school there so he's uh, he's very excited attender or graduate uh, he attended, and then he transferred. He graduated from uh, Florida Gulf Coast. I, I noticed the, the attendant. That that's, yeah. that's uh, it was a very. Uh, he, he actually went to Florida State to play baseball. He was like bright. He was behind JD Drew, like a couple of steps behind him in right field, wow. and he hurt his arm. And he went to Florida Gulf Coast, which was then became Lob City a few years later.
2: Yeah, it did. It did. So. Isn't that was it? Was at FIU or Gulf Coast where Sale went? Uh, Gulf Coast was Chris Sale. Okay.
1: Yeah. So.
2: Okay, so I knew something. There good. go. That was
1: that was pretty good knowledge right there. But yeah, exactly. so that that strategy. Uh, baseball is wild today. The, the Yankees Rays game. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. Oh, I was
2: watching that like, very closely. You, you have you-
1: I have Montas. You have Clay Holmes. And Montas pitched great, but a lot. of pitch count was high, so he came after five, seven strikeouts, one hit. And they got through the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. I'm sure they're gonna blow in the middle. I'm like, oh, here comes Clay Holmes, when we can get this going. He put uh, gives up a run, oh. puts two more guys on, strikes out Yandy Diaz, and that, I mean, that would have been a sweep for the Rays. Strikes that would... out, yeah, that's by true. By the way, it would have been a, th- would have been a three-game lead for the Yankees after this whole thing. It would have been. You talk about the the vice being tightened on the Yankees. I mean, the press would have been nuts if they got swept in that series, especially blowing the lead in the ninth inning. Five is five is not that much different than three, but it feels like it kind of is because three game lead would have been just brutal.
2: Yeah, especially when they had such a prohibitive lead on yeah. uh, not just the the ALEs, but the league. I mean, yeah. the Astros have long passed them, but, you know, they were just a hegemon. I mean, it was like, you know, we we're talking about them and among them all time teams for a while there. And yeah. they've just forgotten how to hit, you know. So it's- their runs this, this week uh, in, in Tampa Bay were Judge Homer, Judge Homer, Judge Double advancing on a couple of outs.
1: So I can I could do that better. I, I I should attribute this to someone. But uh, last on the road trip, nine games. Aaron Judge hit three thirty three with ten RBIs and five home runs. The rest of the team hit one forty one with three home runs over eight games.
2: Were they all on
1: my main event team? Because thirty seven for two sixty two is an insane oh. time for eight other guys in the lineup to all slump. At the exact of time. DJ LeMahieu looks completely lost. Donaldson is like talking crap to pitchers when he's hitting 212. Like, shut up. Like, what are you doing? It's just, they just look lost. And I don't get why, I mean, I don't, it, it's they they act like Isaiah Kyder for Defel is like Derek Jeter and he's been there 15 years. They have loyalty to him. The fact they keep running him out there. I mean, he can't hit. He has one home run all year. And now he's making errors. Like, you called up Peraza, just let the dude play. Nobody else is hitting. The vets aren't hitting. Let the young guys
2: play. I know. I know there, this is not a tenure job. This is not a, a city of Los right. Angeles job. You, you've got to get that. And it's, my it's wife even, works at the city of Los Angeles. So why I make that joke.
1: And it's not uh, even someone who's been there forever. Like I get it. If you have some loyalty or it's like someone you've been playing there forever, but like you guys been there for four and a half months. Like, what are we doing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, it's, it's, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how they, I mean, they all seem to forgot how they, you know, I'll say this power is down in baseball. Dude, we had every, like the lowest slugging August yeah. in ages. Joe Sheehan was every all time, over this. every
1: time I look up, every game is two to one in like the sixth inning. And I, this morning, yeah. I flipped on games and every game. I was like, What is going on? It's crazy. It's hard. It's and I can't look at my offensive stats and they're bad. And I'm like, I realize that maybe they must be bad for everybody.
2: It's it's so it sucks so bad to watch your guys struggle to hit it, it, it you know, especially when you have a good team and all of a sudden, like you know. I'm sweat. I'm I'm hating this week because the Braves have five games, and I've got Dansby, Harris, and, and Olson. At least and two like, of those
1: against the A's, which really counts as three games.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, still, but it's just like, <laughs> and you know, I'm probably going to still roll with them, though. I mean, we're going to have to have that conversation. I mean, I'm not benching Olson. I'm not going. Nope. Yeah, I I don't anticipate it, especially because I didn't get the big names. I mean, I get the stick around with like Eloy again. Do I get to start Eloy or not? Yay.
1: Oh. How, mu- how much did that home run on Saturday piss you off?
2: Oh, Oh, it's the worst. Well, well especially because he outproduced my starting lineup. Yeah. The entire- you're like are like, you
1: didn't play Friday. I'm being smart. I got to figure this out. And he homers. You're just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah.
2: Ridiculous.
1: Jake just- McCarthy, Jake McCarthy, Jeff, 11 RBIs this week. Is mm. that, abs- is that an absurd, a number right? There?
2: Diamondbacks are like this force now of just, they are just, Unsettling teams. Who's they'll either get Arizona blown the heck out or Arizona and
1: Baltimore would suddenly have like fun offenses in for fantasy. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, I know. And you know, Arizona's got two good starting pitchers, too. Right. Uh one of them is two shutouts away from matching a record that I, know. I thought was unreachable. Zach Gallon has 41 and a third straight scoreless innings, and it finally got to start talking about a little bit on Twitter and I saw that LB tonight today, but like it, I think this, I think before his next start, the next four to five days is going to become a big story. Like that is an insane run.
2: Oh, it is. It is. Uh, and you know, cause he was not so great earlier this season. Uh, and then all of a sudden he just,
1: just figured it all out. And yeah. he was, he was good. And then he kind of slowed down and all of a sudden he's. I mean, he's not even up close to getting runs. I mean, he just mowed through the Brewers today. It wasn't even close.
2: Coors field on Sunday though.
1: Oh, that's friggin' unbelievable. What are the odds?
2: And then the Padres after that. So in, in, and... In Arizona, not so, in Texas So you're
1: saying he's going to have to earn the record?
2: Yes, he will. Yes, yeah. he will.
1: That is fun. Uh, you know what else is fun is Braves-Mets. Braves-Mets is getting great. It's a game and a half lead, I think. Uh, after the Mets lost the Nationals today, the Braves are playing. It's Edwards. a game. It's, it's one game, game. Yeah, because uh, oh, the Braves right. finish yeah. much later the after the rain later. delay. That's right. When I was doing our notes, it was one and a half. But uh, the Mets lost today, and the Braves started playing Edward Diaz's music over the loudspeaker in their stadium. It's just uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of back and forth between these two teams. It's going to be a really fun last uh, four and a half weeks between these two.
2: No, but I think I want to say didn't isn't that William Contreras was using? Yeah, he uses the, it for his walk up music. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And then you know, Mets fans were getting mad at that as, as if they you know Diaz has been using that for years upon years. You know, but
1: uh, University of Alabama used it for their intro. This, uh, this did they weekend, really? Too, yeah. And they tweeted yeah. to Edwin Diaz asking if he liked it. So, and then he he gave he gave back a roll tide. It was actually kind of funny. But okay, well, good, good. Yeah, it seemed like a good uh, a fun a fun interchange there. But
2: um, I love that Timmy Trumpets actually went up for the uh, Dodgers uh, Mets series. Uh, yeah, it was
1: unbelievable. The whole thing was awesome.
2: Yeah. And by the way, Dodgers Mets was a really good series. Yeah, that was a
1: great series. And then, uh, you know, the Mets went two out of three. And then the Dodgers got beat on Friday. We're like, oh, you yeah, know, three out of four. And then they just pounded the Padres over the weekend. And they just, they just, own, they own the Padres. It's going to be tough to be a Padres fan. They know every time you're playing the Dodgers, they're just going just gonna to spank you.
2: You know what, though? Every, you know, little brother eventually wins. You know, they 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 get bigger. You know, look at the Red Sox Yankees. I mean, it, it, you get
1: your. It feels that much better when that, you that you overcome 80, it. That took 86 years though. And yeah,
2: okay, good point.
1: <laughs> I I agree. At some point, I mean, the the Padres are certainly going for it. I respect that, but they just yeah. they seem like they just freeze a little when they put the Dodgers. It's just, I mean, the Dodgers are just really good too, which makes a huge difference. But yeah, I still can't be one Soto Rob Mookie of that home run. I'm still a little upset about that. A little though,
2: bitter. So. A little bitter.
1: A little better. That would have been a nice way to cap off the week, but uh, let's jump into, uh, to week 23. Uh, we got a couple, uh, we got a lot of games on the schedule. So we have two games with two teams of eight games. We have the, the brewers and the giants with eight games. Not only that, the brewers have uh, uh three games in course field this week. That is a, a spicy schedule. If you have any brewers hitters, I actually try to pick them up this week. It's uh it's a good week for brewers.
2: Yeah. I know a lot of testing heroes going out there, you know, yeah. a lot of pickups in a lot of places. Um, you know, I've got, you know, the problem is Yelich is hurt. Um, so and he was just starting to click. You know, he had had, like, there was a graph, uh, uh, there was a note earlier in the week when they were facing the Pirates that his exit velocities, he had, like, all these, like, 98, 100, 300. You know, he, it was like 2019 Yellish in terms of a- exit velocities. And you're like, yeah, he, he's finally starting to click. We asked the question, who won Yelly Belly? And it's Yelly.
1: It's Yelly by a good amount. I mean, but Belly's Belly's rough, man. It's What's he hitting, 202 now? He's got... He has 17 home runs, 11 steals. I'm not looking it up right now, but mm-hmm. um, I think I dropped him in an online championship because he's hitting ninth and he's sitting a bunch. It's, it's hard to ever use him.
2: Yeah, it, I, I have him in the main and the Vegas main, and yeah, the problem do is you, Vegas You, find yourself, you have yeah. to use them.
1: You find say, you find yourself using him most weeks, probably right. Yeah, of course. and he's got 17, 11, so it's probably like fantasy value has worked out not horrendously, but right. it's just he just I don't know. It's just it's hard to watch that bats too. They're, they're ugly. It's just, it's, it's not good.
2: A lot of strikeouts when he's lost. Yep. Yeah.
1: We've got, so we got a handful of teams with seven games, Baltimore, the white Sox, the Yankees, Minnesota, Toronto, Washington, and St. Louis. Some good schedules in there too. Uh, five games. You already mentioned, you spoiled that one. Uh, the Braves have five this week. They're off on Monday and Thursday. So if you play in a, a league where you got uh, NFBC type thing, where you can sit guys on Friday uh, Braves, uh, unless you have like the Dansby and, and Olson guys and, Michael Harris, the second, by the way, goes in that group because that dude is unbelievably good. Um uh, unless you got you know, some fringy guys, you probably want to bench them for people with three or four games. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um Did Marcelo Azuna really homer today, by the way? He did. He's playing more lately. He's he pa- it's weird. He played that first game. Then he sat for like 10 days, and now he played two in a row. I just I don't know what
2: they're doing. And Grossman's starting to sit again.
1: Uh, yeah. uh I drop I dropped Azuna and I didn't. I didn't look to pick him back up this week. I just, I don't know if that's going to be there. He hasn't been good anyway, so. Right. um, Right. I guess he could get on a heater, but uh, i will have to be on somebody else's team, and I'm probably okay with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think we held on to him in one league and dropped him in the other. Uh, Yeah, I think he, because I think we had him in both mains, actually, which is sad. Uh, but it shows that even good teams can have bad players. Uh, no, I I've, I've since dropped him in both. Actually, I think yeah. it's it must have him in Scar for. Something. I held I, I held him that players, I, but... I held
1: him that first week, and I dropped him the second week after he was not playing at all. So. I... Uh, let's look at some good offensive schedule. We mentioned the Brewers, uh, three at Colorado, two against the Giants, three against Cincinnati. That's a really, really nice matchup, set of matchups there. Uh, St. Louis has a really good setup, too. They're four yeah. against Washington, three against Pittsburgh. Albert Pujols, homeward again today. I don't know why anybody with, pitched him against with a lefty. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, I just I just wanted to pass a I think that's the, the sentiment among everybody, probably.
2: I want him to get to 700, and I, I like it because I had Michaelis going, so it was nice to get the win because of that, too, because he only went eight, he got it in the eighth inning. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I agree though. Why, why would you have a lefty face him? I mean, I guess the lefty came in and then he pinch hit, um, uh, and holes went deep, but that, that was the only offense to generate But I, I have to say with looking at their, the Cardinal schedule, I wish I had uh, two starts out of either Wainwright or Michaelis this week. And, uh, I've got both in online main. So, you know, selfishly, like, let's get the, this, make this one, the two start week.
1: Yeah, I I hear you there. Um, it's the fun, the wild thing about Poolholz is, and I saw this stat. His uh, WRC plus is one forty four, which is lower than any of his seasons with the Cardinals, but higher than any season he's ever had with anybody else.
2: That's wild. That is, is that wild. a
1: crazy stat? Like shows how unbelievably good he was, and now how good he is right now. But shows how much he was not that great with those other teams. It's uh, he was still you know pretty good those first few years at the Angels, but. Uh, pretty wild that uh, it's less than every Cardinals year and more than every Angels and Dodgers year.
2: That is pretty crazy. Going back to the Cardinals pitching staff for a sec, you know, Flaherty comes back tomorrow. Yeah, two-star uh, week this week. Yeah, gets the Nats and the uh, Pirates. Uh, and then so does Quintana is the other lucky winner in t- the schedule lottery. Uh, so we'll see like how, uh, how deep Flaherty goes. In his first I would, start uh, back.
1: I would throw him for sure if I had him. 100%.
2: Uh,
1: I think he threw. Especially because by the
2: time the second start comes around, you're getting yeah. your five. I think
1: he threw like five in those last couple of rehab starts. I think he's good to go for probably 75, 80 pitches. I think he's against those two teams. That's probably six, seven innings right there. Could be. Uh, other good offensive schedules. Uh, Philly is nice. They have uh, three against Miami, three against Washington. They missed Sandy Alcantara. So that's, uh, that's a nice bonus there. Houston, uh, three against Texas, three against the Angels. You know, no pitchers there. You're really worried about. Do they face Otani? I'd have to look. Uh, uh-huh. That would be the only one they uh, they do face Otani. So one pitcher you're a little bit worried about, but the other five, uh, you know, pretty good there. Toronto really nice too. Four at Baltimore, although Baltimore pitches pretty well at home. Three at Texas, but for a seven game week, that's a, that's a pretty nice one too. And Toronto seems to they kind of went in a lull and now they're like <laughs> they're they're kind of what six and a half behind the Yankees or something like that. They're kind of in that mix also.
2: Pittsburgh cures ills. They it really, had a four-game sweep of the Pirates, right?
1: It, it really does. They are, they are not good. Uh, Baltimore, we talked about them. We're talking about Toronto. They have a good week, too. They're four against Toronto, three against Boston. Um, some pitching staffs you want there. So if you have mm-hmm. Orioles hitters, it's a good spot, too. Um, you know, if you picked up Gunnar Henderson or someone, something like that, as we, uh, we talked about some fab coming up here, uh, good week to unleash your Orioles.
2: Did you? Uh, let's just get right into it. Did you gun for Gunnar? Did you get him?
1: Well, let's get right into it. But first, a quick note from our sponsors, the Blue Wire Network. We'll, uh, we'll right. tease that. So Jeff, let's get into fab. It was a, uh, we don't usually have weeks that are this fun. And like, I sent you the spreadsheet and I had a bunch or the outline and a bunch of names on there. I was, as I kept going through, I was like, Oh, that's an interesting name. And usually this late in the year, you know, it's hard to find guys, but let's start with hitters. That's where all the, uh, that's where all the real excitement was. Uh, since we just mentioned Gunnar Henderson, uh, we will talked about him. He got called up by the Orioles, uh, Homer to his first at bat helmet fell off. Everybody, uh, everybody was enjoying it. Um, and Gun- and Connor Corbin, he was, uh, we, we talked about him last week a little bit, but uh, it, it, we, he was not available in NFC League, so he was available uh, this week. So those were the two. Uh, Corbin Carroll. I just called him Connor Corbin. Corbin Carroll. I keep messing that up. I don't even know who Connor Corbin is, but he's a –
2: you did that on the outline, I think. I I I, re, I, I did. I don't know. I, I typed it before yeah. I printed it out. I changed it. It's a, actually it's, so I wouldn't get it in my head. It's
1: a good thing. When, it's a good thing in my bids. I didn't bid it. Look for someone named Connor Corbin. Corbin Carroll. I know. I I must know someone named Connor Corbin. I don't know what it is, but Corbin Carroll called up by the Divex last weekend, but he wasn't available. Gunnar Henderson called by the Orioles. How did you kind of feel about those two guys? I know you were kind of low in fab. Did you, did, were you able to try and get either one? Did you have either one as a priority? How'd you kind of feel about those two guys?
2: They, I, I think they're the two best players available. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go for it. I, I went for it and didn't get them. And I got, I snuck, I, I got one sneaky share of uh, Carroll. I did not get any Henderson. Where did I'm trying to remember? Where did I get uh, Corbin Carroll? But uh, uh, and I was very, taking my time to figure it out. It was, it was online. Onlines are weird. I won 20 to three. All uh, right. Not sure why, but
1: hey. Uh, yeah, online's, I mean, I think that that's, you said a spot there. If you're not in contention, a lot of people do kind of fade out of those. But yeah. So uh, in in the main event, my online main event that has been doing pretty well, um, I had 122 bucks left, and I need offense. So uh, I kind of figured – I looked at it, and I was like, if I don't get these two guys, what am I going to do with $110 the rest of the way? So I went uh, I went pretty far all in on Carroll. As I was looking at them both, um, I just needed an outfielder a lot more than I needed a middle infielder. I think I like Henderson a little more because I think the playing time will definitely be – I think Carroll's going to sit some games um, now and then. They've said he's going to play a lot, but not every day. He's just played a lot already this year but I really need outfielder. Like if I got a middle infielder, I was kind of benching someone that I really like, and it didn't make a lot of sense as, a, as far as an upgrade, sure. but you know, outfield I'm starting some guys where I don't really love them. And uh, I really need an outfielder badly. I won him uh, 73 to 52. So a pretty good bid, but uh, you know, going, going all in pretty much at this point, 73 is a really big bid at this point. So hopefully it works out. Uh, Cause it's, uh, it's definitely my, uh, it's definitely my going for it moment here. So I'm hoping he's uh, as good as he looked the first week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, if a uh, position aside, did you have a preference between the two?
1: Uh, I did. I had him pretty close. Maybe Henderson a touch is because he's going to play every single day where I think Carroll's going to get some days off. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I was just sitting. Somebody I didn't really want to sit. And I looked at it closely and I just, I, I really need outfield. Um, I need, I need, I kind of looked at them. there. They, you know, both power, both speed. So I really liked both players. Um, they're both fun. Corbin Carroll's insanely fast. He had a, Dude, a, he's, a, fir- a he's... first to home the other day. That was like, what, 31 Thirty-one, whatever it is, feet per second. Yeah, I saw the is. same
2: thing—the sprint speed. Yeah, feet per second. Yeah.
1: I got ball down left field corner. And he scored. An e. It was, it was crazy. So it's just, uh, I uh, I was pretty I was pretty. Young. I had to get I had to get one of them. Um, so I decided to go for the outfielder. There was kind of no point for me to. I, I know now I have twenty-eight bucks left, so it's a little bit low with four weeks left. But having a hundred bucks left, I think it was too much at that point after these two guys were gone. So, um, I went for it. Hopefully, it works out. Uh, but we'll see. It's a it's a pretty big move, and uh, I, I need him to be good.
2: Yeah, uh it, it, well you should. Um I, I thought that was yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. There one of my mains, Carol won for 19. Uh the runner-up bid of 12. Wow. We actually bid eleven because we had 20 left, I think. Did you guys just have not a lot of people with money left? Uh yeah, that one was a it's cause... been a very active league, but the, oh my god, there's still like 25 P players picked up in said league. It's just a lot of cheap ones.
1: Yeah, because anyway. my uh in my online main, I had 122 bucks and there were three people, three or four people that had more money than me.
2: Yeah. So uh, I knew if
1: they if they wanted to get him, I was just dead anyway. But then in in my Vegas main, he went for like twenty four bucks because nobody has money left. It's just weird how it's just the way it's worked out.
2: Well, the hot air league people are active. I mean, they are...
1: very they are very active. Uh, Henderson that league went for forty five in the main, and Carol went for twenty three in my online main. Uh, I got Carol seventy three, and Henderson went for fifty two. Josh Hader went for fifty five. L'Oreano for 39 like there were a lot of big bids because people had money left and you gotta you gotta, you gotta you gotta spend it so might as well uh go ahead and do it but uh it's it's it was an interesting week um hopefully it works out uh i am hoping that both carol and jake mccarthy can tend to play at the same time because uh you got both of them now
2: yeah uh absolutely uh that 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 would be nice if that worked out for you and it's Arizona's surging i mean they're just they're sneakily a fun team to watch Except I just, that stadium is so like, ugh, just small park. It's not great. And I, I'm, I speak effusively about some broadcasting teams. Not
1: that one.
0: <laughs> uh, Fair
1: enough. Uh, our friend Rob Prieto asked me. You saw that I picked up Nicola Dolan online. How was he available? Uh, he was available because I dropped him last week. I am strictly going for strikeouts, so I dropped, <laughs> I dropped. I dropped. I dropped him for a two-step and then picked him back up. So I. Uh, I have a tied a ton of money in that league. I I picked up Justin May. Uh, kind of grabbed everybody, but I knew I could get him back. And I just I, I need strikeouts. I have a ton of saves, so I've just been picking up two steps and kind of cycling through people. So nice. I was actually the one that dropped him and picked him back up, but uh, it didn't work out because Lodolo pitched great today. Although the the mm-hmm. Reds bullpen uh, blew the blew the win, but. uh, Really other, other big names call up on offense, Jeff. We've got uh, Tristan Casas, who is not available in NFPC leagues unless he was um, drafted and dropped. Uh, he got called right. up today. Uh, Oswald Perez in New York, we kind of talked about that a little bit. The playing time is the biggest issue there, but obviously um, you know, really interesting. He was a power speed guy that's been really good in the minors. Um, did, you, uh, did you go after Peraza at all?
2: Yeah, he was on our, our list. Um, I, I kind of question
1: if he's going to play every day. But I, 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 he should be, and I don't know why he's not, but I, I think that's the big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, you, uh, do you like cases at all? I know he wasn't available for us in NFPC leagues, but obviously other yeah. leagues, home leagues, other kind of leagues. Uh, were you, uh, how do you kind of feel about him as a prospect? coming? Yeah. Up they, uh, sent Dull, they sent back down. for. Him.
2: Yeah. I like him. I like
1: him. And yeah, Dahlbeck,
2: uh, what, a, what a disaster he's been. Yeah. Um, that, that,
1: that, that, that like last six weeks of last year, like maybe he figured out did not turn out to be, uh, did not turn out to be workable.
2: No, it didn't. Unfortunately, and they even put him at shortstop a little bit here to try that, but it's kind of crazy. Um, Yeah, um, I like Kansas, and it looks like they're shutting down Hosmer.
1: Yeah,
2: why they? they said they
1: said Case is going to pretty much play every day. They moved uh, Christian Royal back to a utility guy. They actually announced that that was going to happen. So um, it seems like they're going to let him play for a month and see what see what they got.
2: Yeah, Um, they should. I mean, that's the one thing that they can do.
1: I imagine the bids will be um, strictly based on how he looks this week. But if he plays well this week, the bids will be anybody who has money left, going to unloaded on uh, on him next weekend.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
1: Any thoughts on the um, the guys called up by Colorado this week? Michael Toglia and Sean. I'm going to go with Bouchard. Bouchard. Um, either of those guys. Uh, Toglia looks like he started every day. The Rockies are home all week, which kind of you know upped my interest in both guys, and you, know, you can get a full week of cores. Uh, you know, either guys. Toglia has 31 home runs already this year.
2: I'll put a bit in on him, but didn't get him.
1: Yeah, I did too. There's a lot of swing and miss in his bat. He's like a 30% strikeout guy in the minors, but you know, course field get hot for a month. That could, uh, that could be some pop for sure.
2: Yeah. I was like, well, there's, there's course series this week. So yeah, they're yeah. home all,
1: they're home all week. And uh, yeah. Bouchard was, uh, Bouchard was also interesting. I was, uh, I, I like Toglia a little more when I looked at him, but Bouchard has what twenty home runs, twelve stolen bases, hit three hundred in AAA. I know AAA is a launching pad, but he strikes out a little bit less. Uh, you know, anytime you get a Coors guy that gets hot, it's definitely someone that uh, should be on your list. So. Right. Anybody
2: could be a Manessas for a month.
1: Hey, let's hope Manessas for two months. Yeah, uh, that would be useful. He pulls a Schwindel. So I'm I'm good with that. And, you know, he hit a walk off homer against the A's this week, and I was fine with that too. Yeah. <laughs> It was beautiful. I don't even know who the A's brought in. They didn't bring in Puck or Acevedo. They brought in someone else, and Manessas just just jacked one off him to right center. It was a it was a beautiful moment. It kind of kickstarted the week nicely. Yep. Yeah. Um, Keston Hira available in 50%, 50, or he was, he was, uh, taken at 50% in the main event, uh, coming in a little bit less in the 12 teamers seems to be playing more. I, know, I, you know, we have so many, so many strikeouts. With this guy's strikeout rate is still 41 percent, but playing more. He's got 14 home runs already. Hard hit rates, 46%, barrel rates over 17%. Uh, a lot of swing and miss, but he does make contact. Uh, the ball really does travel.
2: Yeah. And he's playing a little bit more. So... And as you alluded, they've got a great schedule this week, you know, at cores and then home against the giants. And that's not nearly as imposing as it used to be. Uh, well, t- no, actually it's not just the, it's, Oh, it's another weird thing. They've got a one day double header against yeah. the giants and then home against the reds, which obviously is even better. It must've um, been
1: a, must've been a first week of the season cancellation. makeup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ugh, God. I hate, I hate this year. I hate the <laughs> schedule this year. I like this year. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I hate the schedule this year.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been weird, and that's a, that's a weird setup. But uh, I think that any Brewers week, Tyrone Taylor was dropped from the leagues. He's not playing a ton because Garrett Mitchell got called up. Uh, but he did Taylor homer twice on Saturday, so you know, kind of made made his way back onto my list. Mm-hmm. And my thought was you play him for the first half of this week for the five games, and then maybe uh, you know see if he's playing a bunch. You can use him against Cincinnati, and then maybe drop him next week. I mean, think it's, uh, it's a it's a churn and burn with uh, with a couple of these Brewers guys. Uh, I want to ask you about the Reds. Uh, Spencer Steer was called up. Sounds like he's going to play regularly. Um, what are your thoughts on this Reds prospect?
2: Better than uh, – he, he's better than Barrero. That's for sure. Uh, you know, it's – I'm interested. I mean, it took a while for him to get him out even. He, he's been pretty yeah. good so far. Uh, he yeah, is today, a prospect. He, today, he's guy today, came over
1: from- today was not good, but he was good the first day. <laughs> yeah. He
2: was, uh, he
1: was 0 for 8 today.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, he, he was pretty good, though, when he got got the call up, and Barrero was striking out like a ton. Yeah, he is. And so the, the, they might as well see what they have in steer. He's the first of their acquired prospects to hit the majors. I mean, they're shortstop prospects. Uh, I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing more of them here. I mean, he, he's had a great year. Uh, 830 OPS uh, at St. Paul, um, and then in Louisville, he actually had 20, 23 games there, 842 there. For that, he was hitting well at double A Wichita in the twin system. You can see he's had a great year. Yep. So why not, yeah, throw him out there? I mean, I think Barrero, we've kind of seen what he can do, and it wasn't great.
1: Since we're talking Reds, uh, any interest in today's hero with two home runs, TJ Friedel?
2: Uh, if you could play every game in great American ballpark, sure, but he can't. Yeah, uh, eh, just, a, I mean, he, he, he had three homers going today. Now he's got five. Yeah. Uh, eh. Uh, he, he's ne- If you look at his minor league career, it's never been anything special. I know Vlad picked him up in a league and talked about how he's picking him up for the following week when the Reds have like nine games or something yeah. like that.
1: They do have a, they do have nine games on the slate uh, next week. So that's uh, a sneaky little week ahead pickup. It felt like me that he was more of a stolen base guy than a home run guy. Um, he's had uh, you know, a couple years with double-digit stolen bases. But yeah, I looked closer and he doesn't strike out much. So maybe he gets some average, but he just kind of felt like a okay, kind of just another guy to me.
2: Yeah, that that's kind of how I I read it too.
1: Any interest in uh, Spencer Torkelson getting called back up? Uh, it's, it was so bad early on that I was I was not, but uh, I know obviously it's a huge prospect. Sometimes the second time around works out better.
2: Yeah, didn't play today though. Um, unless when did that news of that call up come up though? I uh,
1: I thought it was earlier today, but it might have been you know in in route today. So maybe maybe that was it. Too.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to look up and see what he's done. I mean, he was so bad earlier that. Uh,
1: He's been bad in AAA, too. He's at 229 in AAA.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Is I thought he was striking out a lot still ter- there, too. So He
1: was at 26.5% in AAA. So, I mean, not massive, but not great either.
2: So he didn't really earn this call-up. It's not like the, he was breaking yeah. down the doors and all that. He hit five homers in AAA. And I know I'm not that interested in him.
1: I mean, he had 238 in AAA last year too, so it's not like he's slammed down any doors yet. He has, he has a ton of power. Hit 30 home runs last year, but it came with some some struggles and some strikeouts, and mm-hmm. it was really bad the first time through. I just uh, I think I need to see a little more. I was not I was not. He's not someone that I could like stick in my lineup right now. And at this point in the year, I can't play somebody that I can't I can't pick somebody up that I'm not ready to play right away.
2: I think he's kind of a Andrew Vaughn, that he's going to be much better in year two. All and right, you'll want to be around for that, and you're going to get him pretty cheap next year.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, there'll still be a little bit of hype just because the name and all that. But I think you're right. I think the, it's a it's a price that'll be uh, it'll be worth taking a shot on. Um, let's see any of the any of the middling guys here. Any like Brendan Donovan or Eduardo Escobar with uh, with Beatty out for the year. Um, Brendan Donovan has uh, gets seven righties this week, and he's he hit second against a lot of righties. And uh, you hit in front of Goldie and uh, and That's not a bad little spot.
2: Yeah, it's just I I have a hard time with the Cardinals because their playing time fluctuates a lot. It does. What you know, Carlson sat a lot lately and he's been, a, you know, a guy that I had a lot of places. So that's been really frustrating. Donovan was the it guy for a while. And then he was, you know, misappe- disappearing guy. And, Paul DeYoung was the it guy for a while. Now he's disappearing again. Even
1: even Nolan Gorman, who was the really it guy, has been sitting against a lot. It's sitting against some righties too. So it's just uh, yeah. you're right. They kind of they got to move guys in and out. It's tough. Aside from the core guys, and where Tommy Edman started out well, and then was just dead for like two months. Now he homered like three or four times this week. So maybe he's getting back fired up. But uh, yeah, they just kind of move uh, move pieces around. It's kind of hard to figure out playing time there.
2: Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of like a holy grail. Not dead yet, guy.
1: It's a little before my time, Jeff, but I have seen that one.
2: All right. so it's not before uh, your time then.
1: I've seen it, seen it, but it was not like you know, it was one of those ones it's that I It's not can't...
2: before your time. Come when was when
1: did it come know. out? Like 78, 79, somewhere in there? Ballpark? Yeah, but
2: come on, we 80s is when yeah. we, I, I didn't see it when it first came out either. I was eight at the time. I,
1: I could see, see your sense of humor being pretty developed by eight.
2: Yeah, okay. Whatever. You were probably uh, you
1: were probably pretty snarky when you were eight, I imagine.
2: Yeah, I might have been, but I really, I grew into my snarkiness when I got
1: older. Uh, Michael Taylor in Kansas City is a guy that is always kind of there, um, but now he's hitting in the middle of the lineup. He's hit fifth, first, or fourth in every game like the last 10 days. Uh, Has five (laughs) multi-hit games the last six. Like suddenly, we're talking about just getting someone that's hot. I mean, he had three hits again today. Uh, He's rolling right now.
2: Yeah, faced the Tigers. Good for him.
1: (laughs) Wow it's that's, that's tough tough to uh he faces, no, I know, but no, but you, you get my Tigers point though
2: yeah so sure go roll with it for a little bit yeah but it, it's just such a like royals thing to be giving him key at bats
1: oh know? it so very much is better than uh better than ryan o'hearn but still uh still not great
2: yeah they couldn't they couldn't find a way to trade him at the deadline you know the teams always need a center fielder too which is the funny thing but yeah
1: uh, did you go back in at all on Yasmany Grandal back off the IL this week? Uh, 68% rostered in the main event, 47% in the 12 back from the injured list has been a absolute disaster of a year for Grandal. Obviously, the power is still there. He was 23-62 last year. Uh, catcher's tough. Do you think that he can find, uh, find something this last month there?
2: He might be able to. I didn't see him available. Uh, Mancada was available in the league. I mean, he was like we threw a buck at him just to see if that could happen. But Grandall, I didn't see him available. It's a shame because like I have a league where you know what do you do with like Christian Vasquez who's playing like three days a week.
1: Yep. I, I think I think you gotta hold him unless you can find a catcher that is serviceable and that's always hard to find. Yeah. Like I wouldn't drop him for Martín Montelato, but I'd like rather have Carson Kelly than someone that's playing three times a week. I guess if I'm in a ballpark, it somewhere in there. Right. It's tough though. It's tough. I picked up Christian Bethancourt and he's, he's hitting really well, but same kind of thing. He plays three or four times a week Because Tampa Bay, you know, moves guys in and out a lot. It's frustrating. Right. He, hom- he homered this week, which like you get a homer from a catcher in a week. That's a, that's a good week for a catcher, but it's just uh you wish you'd play maybe a game or two more a week. Exactly.
2: You know, it, there, there were those catchers that did have that impact this year. I mean, Melinda, MJ Melendez is now playing the outfield and yep. you get him at catcher when that, that's been beautiful uh there, there's a couple others here and there but yeah it, it's tough when you can't when you just got that dead
1: space yeah obviously dalton varsho was drafted for that for that reason and obviously he just plays a ton because he doesn't catch all the time which is it's yeah. huge is he uh he uh, he's uh, he has 31 games of catcher so he'll be a, he'll be a catcher again next year yeah um, let's get into the pitching side, but first a note from our sponsors from Caesars. The weather is heating up, and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who's at least 21 years old in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code of ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives new users a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com sportsbook or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. Don't forget to use the promo code ROTO15 when you sign up. Jeff, I had trouble with starting pitching this week. I, uh, my Vegas main, I need starting pitching badly. I've uh, lost some guys. I need strikeouts. Um, I found it. Uh, I found it meager. So I'm going to start with you. What uh, What'd you do with starting this week? is there anybody that you really, really liked or found yourself trying to get?
2: Um, no, not really. But again, that hasn't been our priority. I mean, it. We tempted the gods last. We taunted the uh, uh, starting pitching. The God, gods
1: the God struck me down because I. Oh, me too. we had Gonsolin like four hours after we did the podcast to get hurt. Gonsolin,
2: so, yeah, yeah. Sonny gray. I mean, yep. yeah, that, that, that hurt. Uh, but we're, we still have Corey Kluber on our bench, pitching a gem against the Yankees yesterday. Uh, so still had one more pit, starting pitcher to go. And like I said before, we're going five, four this week. Uh, oh, nice. you no, know, we're going to, I think Eric Lauer will be our bench. Cause he's got a course field start. Uh, who, but, uh, who, who are the four? Uh, uh Kennedy, four, four,
1: Kennedy Holmes,
2: uh, Kennedy Holmes, uh, Barlow and now we picked up the great Jimmy Hergett.
1: Oh, I like that.
2: Um,
1: I think he's I think he's the guy there. He's got like three saves in a row for we, them. I think he's we the could guy. Could have
2: picked up him or Schreiber in Boston. Schreiber got a save today, so
1: I leaned uh, I leaned to Schreiber, but I had them really close. And I actually picked up Schreiber and dropped Nick Martinez, even though he's had four saves in a row. I just uh I like Schreiber more. I like Schreiber and Hergett more as a pitcher, so I just kind of leaned that way. They, okay. they were all kind of in the same bucket. So I figured mm-hmm. uh, I really like Schreiber and Herzig both. His pitches They've both been really good. Both good K to walk ratios, good ratios, and you know that matters in terms of like getting some saves and keeping the job. I think both of them can run with it in September.
2: Yeah. So starting pitching wise, we'll still have Urias. Uh, we'll still have Manoa. We'll definitely have uh, Wainwright and um, Michaelis active. Then we have to decide like, yeah, you know, for the last starting pitcher spot, do we use like Lauer or Kluber? Uh, Or if is Sonny Gray going to make his next start? Obviously, that's
1: the other one we got to consider. Uh, he's supposed to throw a bullpen on Monday, Monday afternoon, and then decide if Ugh. he's going to pitch in Yankee Stadium or not. Bench Yankee, Yankee Stadium has always been great for Sonny Gray, though. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I mean, the I mean is that means Yankees he's, are
0: really struggling, really, right really bad.
1: But like, oh my god, he I, he must like just see ghosts and hear noises in that place. And it's got to be house,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> house of horrors of that place, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So it's almost certainly gonna be uh Kluber that gets that start for us. Um That's a good even...
1: strategy note though. Are you guys are you guys really, really good in K's and wins to be able to do the five four? Are you just so bad in saves? Oh, and that's your
2: Oh no, wins were we got a thirteen win lead on uh, second so place that in the league. That is even but bad. I gotta think about the overall for that, yeah. but um I'm not gonna go anything uh, and that's where we can gain points in the main, in the overall of saves. Uh okay. we, we could gain so many points there, but
1: and that's the thing those are clumped up too. Like you get a five or six save week, you move up a bunch.
2: Yeah, exactly. But I got to have more than three RBIs in a given day. Kluber is at Yankee Stadium too. So yeah. <laughs> at I least mean, he has they, recent success against them. But They've
1: been so bad, but you just, you know, it's coming at some point, right? I, I and you hate
2: that. seeing a guy face the same team twice in a row. Yeah. That's, that's also not great. Um, a lot some pitchers can overcome that, and he's he's a veteran, so maybe he can. But I am worried about.
1: It's that. weird though. You look at that lineup, and like aside from Stanton mm-hmm. and maybe Lemay Hughes, is there anybody you're like, oh well, he just needs to get hot, and they're fine. Like I don't think Donaldson or Aaron Hicks is getting hot anytime soon. I don't think Glaber Torres is getting hot anytime soon. It's like I'd start Parrazen Brera because I think that's your best shot at maybe getting warm. But like a lot of these guys are ones that I'm not like expecting them just to turn and flip the switch and turn it on. I just don't
2: understand like. I guess some of these other guys were comulant earlier that aren't um, now. Like,
1: Lemay was really good. He was in yeah. Like, Stanton was 90. really good before he Stanton got hurt. Stanton was good obviously. too, and Lemayhe has been horrible for like two weeks. He's not getting on base for Judge, and they're having Judge hit leadoff now. It's just it, it's it's messy. I, I imagine they'll figure it out, but we probably said that three weeks ago, and it hasn't happened.
2: Aaron Boone got kicked out again today. He's probably just uh, he, he's probably going he, crazy.
1: It was a, it was a bad call. I would have been kicked out for that one too.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: It was a catcher's interference that was not catcher's interference. I think he was just so over it anyway, and he uh, he he was walking away too. And like, I think he did let one more f bomb go, and they kicked him out. And it was uh, yeah. He's got seven. Well, he's got seven of them. He's got a temper for sure. Yeah, he does. And well, and there's I mean,
2: you would too if you had to coach uh, Josh Donaldson every day. I, I used to I
1: used to so like Josh Donaldson. He's just made it impossible now.
2: Yeah, I mean the the whole sequence was Springs like. You just got Cade, and you're 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 taunting him about not throwing more fastballs.
1: Springs is great. He's like, I just threw you three. Like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, just moron. I
2: I don't understand. I just don't.
1: And then we had the benches cleared for him tonight, today, and it's just like, I wonder if his teammates hate him too. Like, they must, right? I think so. I'm sure Judge so. is just probably just like, oh my god, this guy again. Like, what are we doing?
2: Yeah. Uh, let's go on out here again. So uh,
1: so some starters that got called up this week. Uh, Cody Morris in Cleveland did not pitch well. Ken Waldechuk with the A's, uh, one of the guys they acquired at the trade deadline. Um, didn't pitch great, but did have six strikeouts in four and two thirds. Um, he gets the Braves this week, so kind of tempered my interest a little bit. But uh, these guys are both good in the minors. Both can strike people out. Did you have interest in either one of those guys?
2: Uh, in theory, yeah, Waldechuk a little bit, especially because it's in Oakland. At least, yep. uh, Cleveland because they know pitching, um, and and you know I think Pleissack's out for a while, so this is more than just like a spot start too.
1: Speaking, speaking of dumbasses.
2: Yes, he he, he Pleissack versus inanimate objects. You know, first of all, fighting the wall and the wall one. Now the ground turns out the ground also doesn't give.
1: It's insane. I mean, it's just, yeah. I I looked at Walden too, and I was like, oh well, he's pitching Wednesday, so that means he gets two starts next week at Texas at houston and i was like oh so anybody anybody but at houston the second one i kind of would have been excited i probably would throw it anyway for the strikeouts but oh it's always a scary start
2: cody morris was a big time prospect heading into yeah. the season had shoulder problems you know he's only thrown you know 17 innings all season uh well, i guess he had six innings in in rookie ball too but 15 innings in in triple a before the call up. but in those 15 innings he had 30 strikeouts yes.
1: As you look up, at uh, like 51.7 percent strikeout rate really jumps off the fan page pretty good.
2: Yeah. Now, he only made it uh, through two innings in his first start against the Mariners. Gets the Royals, though, this week, and presumably two starts the following week, first of which is against the Angels, second against the Twins. That's That's pretty good. I think, you know, I should have been a little bit more aggressive on Morris if I needed another starter.
1: I just, I, I think your point about the the innings is the key. Like, if he's going to yeah. throw two or three innings, just you just can't work it really. I mean, he might great. He gets five strikeouts, but that's still just really hard to throw.
2: Right, but so you're you're kind of counting by the time he gets the two step and uh, that he can go the five innings apiece yeah. in those. Uh, that you're not counting on much this this outing.
1: A name I sort of like this week is uh, Jonathan Heasley in Kansas City. Uh, mostly because he faces Detroit. Um, yep. And the, the last like five, four starts have been pretty good. He's going to two, three, zero and two runs. Uh, one of those was under five innings, but the other one, he threw seven innings this week against Detroit, you know, facing the same team again. I know we're a little bit worried about that, but um, he had seven strikeouts and started against the Padres. We threw five innings. Um, there was enough here that I was like, I think that uh, facing Detroit makes him a, a pickup in a 15 teamer.
2: Yeah, uh, we did pick him up in Vegas, Maine. Uh, so that was a, we, we have two $1 stinky pickups in that league and missed out on all of our targets. So who
1: is, uh, who's the other one? (coughs)
2: Elvis (laughs) Andrews. Uh, moving on. Um, Hey, leading off. She loves those
1: guys leading off for a team in the playoff race.
2: Yeah. But she loves, she loves It's like, it's Jason Hayward all over again. I'm going to, he's on my, like, uh, he's like the next to go on my no fly list right after Hayward and Chris Archer, who we always seem like, Nope, no more of those. I don't want to see those. Uh, Chris Archer is got this, like, Stupid long consecutive non quality start streak. It's crazy. The opposite,
1: uh, the, the, the Oppo Framber Valdez.
2: Yeah. He's he's like pretty 20, much.
1: He's like 22 in a row. That's. I think Matthew
2: Puglio from uh, Roto World was tweeting that out. Uh, so uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But just he, he's like perfectly imperfect. I mean, it's just, I don't want him. I don't want him anywhere near near my roster, but Heasley, yeah, maybe, you yeah, know, got him for this one start. We'll use them. Then we'll see what yeah. happens. Probably drop him after that. It was uh, meager
1: that I was just looking for matchups. I was like, yeah, I was looking for yeah. uh, Heasley. Michael Mayers gets Detroit also. So I think that's mildly interesting. He strikes out a little bit for the angels. He pitches against the, the, the tigers, but at this point, I'm just looking for matchups.
2: Yep. Definitely. Uh, Isaac asks, do you drop steel to make room for Yeah, easily. Um, I like Justin Steele, but you know, you are know, getting two starts from uh, Flaherty this week. I think you do it. Um, uh, I
1: wish I had who the other options might be because Steele's been really good. Striking actually, guys better out than mainly.
2: I thought. Yeah, he's
1: been he's been ready. he just didn't pitch week. I think he was on. But he's got
2: the back issue though. Yeah, That's and then the he, he's on
1: bereavement and in the back. But I mean, you look at the strikeouts. He has three games of nine plus strikeouts the last five starts. 126
2: Ks uh, on 119 innings. It's not as easy as I thought it was, but I still his do last,
1: it. Last uh, last five outings, give up three runs total. Okay. I'd like to have another option rather than steal, but obviously if it has to be for Flaherty, you got to do it. But um, I wish I had another option, but uh, I think he's been pretty good. Uh, Other name in Oakland, Adrian Martinez. I don't know much about this guy. I just know his last two starts have been really good. And I think one was against the Yankees and one was against the Orioles. So both, uh, you know, I know we talked about the Yankees aren't very good right now, but he gave up uh, one run, had six strikeouts against New York, and then pitched well today. Six innings, no earned runs, three hits, two walks, four strikeouts against the Orioles. And then I went and looked at his minor league numbers and they're just revoltingly bad.
2: You know, they play in Vegas and I think that's part of it. I mean, it, that's a tough ballpark to pitch in.
1: How, uh, I don't know how he explained last year, AAA too then, but it's just. Well, it, it El Paso was,
2: is also a launching pad. The yeah. VCL I guess ECL is a not yeah. a good place to put, I mean, you look at his AA stats, they're, they're pretty darn good actually.
1: But, like, he, I watched the game against the Yankees, and he actually, like, looked good. He was throwing a slider yeah. that was pretty nasty, and I was like, I don't know who this guy is. And I looked at his my league stats last week. I'm like, oh, i am not him that up. And then another good game against the Orioles this week, and uh, you know, pitches in a good park. I think that if in a 15-team or if you need arms, um, you know, he's on a team that uh, is not going to – doesn't have a lot of competition for spots, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: He's home against the White Sox, who, you know, who knows if Luis Robert and Eloy will be playing by that point. But, uh, you know, could be an okay matchup.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: The only other thing I would say, uh, Kyle Bradish in in Baltimore, if he's still available in your league, uh, this dude's been really good for a while. We talked now. about him last we week. We talked right? about him last week. He's still eighteen percent rostered in twelve teamers. I think he's a twelve team pitcher right now. He has been really, really good. Last he's pitched seven and eight innings the last two starts, and he's got uh, he's got like what seven starts in a row, uh, allowing three runs or fewer. Like he should not, if he's in a twelve teamer, I'd pick him up right now.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, because his overall number, people are in a hurry sometimes in twelve teamers, yeah. and they don't see. They see 517, 147 and they don't realize the uh, the recent run.
1: It's only getting worse, Jeff. This is the last Sunday fab without football for a long time.
2: Uh, yeah, I know. I'm who do the ba- who do the
1: Bang- who the Bengals play week one? Stillers. Oh, that's a big big opening game.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it
1: uh, is. In Cincy or in Pittsburgh? In Cincy. All right. You win. You win the AFC. You deserve. You deserve a first week home game.
2: I think so. Niners, they-
1: Niners are at the Bears. That should be good, but you always worry about ten a.m road games as a west coast team
2: yeah i mean it's a wicked tough survivor week it's uh, really so.
1: it's usually there's like one game like oh i can just go there. it, there's not a game this week and in, in survivor i'm like oh well i'll just go with that one it's it's
2: there tough. are 10 home favorites this week i mean road favorites this oh week oh my god 10 10 road favorites this week damn so like many of them are like the niners bears game where and the crazy
1: thing is that the super bowl champions are at home and an underdog
2: yeah, I know that that part's crazy, uh, especially wild. when the. It, I understand it's the Bills, but the Bills are missing Tre'Davious White too. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I was surprised at that one.
1: Uh, relief pitchers, you and I talked a little bit. We talked about John Schreiber and Jimmy Herget. I actually like both of them as pitchers, and I think they both. Uh, Tanner Houck went on the IL for the Red Sox. I know that uh, Garrett Whitlock's still there, but I kind of feel like he's more of a, you know, Swiss army knife kind of guy kind of throwing him in all spots. Uh, did you look at Josh Hader all this week coming off the one save? Was he available in any of your leagues? He was
2: available in one of my onlines. Um, and I didn't have the courage to go aggressively on him.
1: I did not either, which made no sense because I didn't drop him in the league either. So I'm gonna, I'm just kind of in a holding pattern with him. Yep. Uh, I actually didn't think he looked that good in his save. I know he got the job done. I didn't, I wasn't really impressed by it. The, we talked Luis, about how
2: he got helped. Luis he got Gonzalez
1: some... had a horrible at bat. He was, he was down, th- he was up, he was up in the count three one, and like, dude, you're Luis Gonzalez, you're lefty on lefty, just make him throw a strike. And it was not a strike, and he swung, a fouled it off. It's just a horrible at bat, and it, he just helped him out so much.
2: I gotta think when you're facing a guy like that. It's pretty intimidating. Um, that it, it's just one of those where uh, you're a big, tall lefty that throws hard, and you're sitting there as a lefty. It's
1: got to be tough anytime. Anytime you like, I'm... I just think three one's a take. It probably is, especially because you're a lefty. Maybe so. you're a lefty. There's it's a the ninth inning. He's he's all over the place. You're Luis Gonzalez. You're not Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a take, no matter what.
2: Probably right.
1: Maybe I'm old and grumpy, but I think it's a take. Mm-hmm. Um, you,
2: that both things can be true.
1: That is also true. Um, what about uh, some spots where maybe the incumbent, or I use incumbent uh, lightly, is struggling? Uh, Jonathan Hernandez got lit up by the White Sox, or the Red Sox on Friday night. Uh, Jose LeClerc, 50%, 7% rostered in the main event, was behind him. Uh, Giovanni G, or, no, I just call him Giovanni Soto. Gregory Soto in Detroit, uh, really struggling too. And Joe Jimenez, I had a blast and a pass and been really good most of the year. Uh, do you think either of them are good spec plays? Say you're in a deeper league, you need to try and find some saves. Do you like either one of those guys? Joe, Joe Jimenez has a 34% strikeout rate with a walk rate under 6% on the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, it could be. It's just how many games are the Tigers going to win. It, you know, Same thing with the Rangers, actually. Yeah. True. Uh, uh, Rangers have a new manager, so new interim manager. So uh, you know, that'll be kind of kind of tricky. I mean, they have a new GM, too. Uh, but, uh, oh, that's they're, right. They're,
1: they fired. What's his name? John something or other.
2: Yeah. They, 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 John Daniels, right. Daniels. Um, after like a day after he fired the manager, then they, then yeah. they fired the GM like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, sidebar aside. Uh, yeah. Soto, this is what we kind of expected him all season long. Right. He was so good early on. And, but this is like the Soto that the reason why he was the last closer drafted basically.
1: Yep. I mean, he, 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 anybody who took him, it's worked out. He's got 24 saves, yeah. but this last, uh, this last stretch of like 10 outings has been really, really sketchy.
2: The only place I have him, is sitting on my bench.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it depends what you need, If but if you need a spec play, I think that, I think I'd go to Clark over Jimenez. Cause I think, uh, I think maybe the path to saves is a little clearer for him to maybe get there quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, the last guy I want to ask about in closers. Do you have any concerns with the Braves doing anything with Kenley Jansen? It's been rough lately. Um, they seem pretty loyal to him, but you've got an absolute all-star stud sitting behind them in Rizal Iglesias. Um, do you think the the seat is warm for Jansen all at this point?
2: I mean, it could be. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to catch that other outing where he blew it. Um, was it a command issue or was he just getting hit?
1: Yeah, the one yesterday was weird. He actually loaded the bases, the command issue, and then he gave up a sack fly, and there was some kind of delay in the game. I forgot it was, and they took him out. I don't know if it was a replay or I forget what happened, but they took him and they brought Minter in who then ended up getting get last out and then got the win. So it was kind of, if you had Clanny, that was really rough, but
2: yeah, it's given up runs in three of his last four outings, uh, uh,
1: multiple runs in two of those four walks. Those last four out. He walks,
2: just, one strikeout.
1: I, 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 it's funny. Cause I, I, I searched Kenley Jansen and Twitter to see if there's any quotes or thing from anybody. Braves fans are pretty pissed off about him. They're like, I can't believe they keep putting him in there. Snitker sucks. Like it's just a lot of, a lot of vitriol about Kenley. I was kind of surprised. I didn't know that they were that, uh, that over Kenley. He's been pretty good most of the year, but it seems like uh, it's a little bit, a little bit rough at the moment.
2: Dodger fans are, were that way with him too, a little bit because of his, he's some playoff struggles and all that. I just think it's kind of the nature of the beast, unless your name is Mariano. Um, it's or you're just on such a an utter roll i mean it's all you're as good as your last chance i mean the thing is we mentioned those four outings he's had two win two saves and two blown saves in those four outings i mean there's there's no in between not uh, everybody
1: so. can not everybody can be billy Koch, jeff
2: no not clearly not um
1: I, you know billy billy Koch had 11 wins in 2002 that one always that one always fires me up it's that dude had more blown saves and then getting the win for the neighborhood i ever seen 11 wins and 44 saves that year.
2: I mean, clearly he that, didn't have the Tampa scorekeeper.
1: Is that a bonkers year? Joe? Is that a bonkers year though? 11 wins, 44 and he threw 93 innings that year.
2: It, that is bonkers. It's, it's it's really bonkers. Um, yeah,
1: so that uh, I, I think that, yeah, I think Schreiber and Herjit are kind of the two guys there. Um, it'll be uh it's going to be tough. We're going to have so many random names get saves over the la- this last month. It's going to be tough to find, but you know, you can find that that team that wants to try someone out. It do- it does work. I think the Angels are there with Hurtchet right now. They get him the last 3 save ops I believe and he's converted all of them. He's been a good pitcher all year, so I, I like that pickup you guys made.
2: Yeah. Uh let's hope it let's hope it works out and what now we just need to get some save chances. That's that's the tricky part.
1: It is, it is frustrating. And you know what's crazy is I feel like every time Ryan Presley goes on the IL, the Haster's going to save up every single night.
2: Right. They had every, that stretch. Every right time I look ultra. up,
1: they win five to three and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. It's Rafael Montero. I was just, it's so maddening. It was, uh, uh, so Ryan, let's get into some news and notes. There are a lot of injuries. There's a lot of injuries of big name guys. Uh, Nick Castellanos, first of all, it's been a rough year for him, but he went in the IL with a, uh, oblique injury. Um, I assume you just consider him a drop at the moment. It's probably not worth holding onto him at the moment, right?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: I think so too. Out for maybe like a week and a half or two weeks, but those obliques, like they just tend to linger. And I just, I don't think you can, I don't think you'd hold on to that one.
2: No, uh, that's, that's a real bummer.
1: We mentioned Tyler Malley uh, back on the aisle. He came back and made it two innings before the shoulder information came back. I think he's a full drop. I'd be surprised if he pitched again this year, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's rough, too. I mean, if you're in an AL only league and you got Malley was your big acquisition, yep. I mean, that,
1: that that
2: hurts a lot. Uh, same thing. I mean, I just traded for Castellanos in the score sheet league oh. on, Friday, on Thursday. Uh, and, of course, he gets hurt over the weekend there. I mean, it's bad for the Phillies. They just get Harper back. They're scrapping for a playoff spot. I mean, they're going to get it, I think. But, you know, that they they got to be all about, like, kind of making sure they're ready for that playoff game now. Uh, playoff I mean, series.
1: they're in that mix, though. They they can't be that. I'm looking here. They're only uh, they're only two and a half ahead of the Brewers. So it's not
2: yeah. it's still and We talked about there. the Brewers having a big week coming up here, too. Yeah. Good schedule.
1: Yeah, the You're Brewers right. They're going to throw a 6-2 in this week. They're, they're right back in it
2: yeah Phillies actually they've, they've lost three in a row what am i talking about i mean yep. that's tough i mean they they struggled in arizona too
1: yeah it should be fun there's a there's three teams for for two spots in the nl with the padres phillies and brewers and there's four spots or four teams for three spots in the nl with the mariners rays jays and orioles it's uh the mariners have won seven games in a row jeff they're on fire
2: yeah they are again i hope, I hope they make it yeah i do too i mean right now they're in pretty good shape um uh, uh, just the AL Central is just like a collective implosion. Nobody wants to win that. The tw- no. the Guardians have lost five in a row. Yep. I mean, they've been facing the Mariners, obviously. Uh that they're tied with the Twins, though, because the Twins are like, okay, they've won six out of ten. Only because they're facing the White Sox, who you know, just just having a miserable homestand again.
1: Yeah, the, just... uh, the Orioles will be leading the Central by two and a half games.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that that's and they've been like they Head-to-head head against the White Sox, they did really well. And this is the White Sox. This is the team everybody expected to do well. Now, you know, I hope Tony LaRusso is okay health-wise, but he's been a disaster as a manager. This is a team that's just underachieved in a just a big way. We talked about Grandal and Moncada. I mean, Lance Lynn's been tough at times. Giolito's been a big disappointment. What are you doing with Giolito next year?
1: I have no idea, because this year I was like, it's back, I'm all in. I I, I don't know. It's going it's, it's to be a deep dive guy. And you mentioned those guys. Eli's got nine home runs and 33 RBIs. Like, that's been a disaster, too.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that one yeah. there. And because it's – well, he's an on and off, on and off. He's been – he missed so much time. Uh, I benched him this week and he homered on Saturday, you know, because he was out of the lineup on Friday. I mean, granted, I think that was his only hit of the three days. So, yeah, you know, I, I, it still missed it because, you know, the rest of the team is so slumping right now. Dude, it's just – Good teams, and no, they're not hit. Good fantasy teams aren't that aren't hitting are just so so
0: frustrating.
1: Yeah, that was me the last couple of weeks with my. Just when it comes around, it's a lot of fun. But man, when you when you look up and it's like six for thirty four, it's just it's it's so brutal. Uh, you mentioned Jorge Polanco on the aisle with left left knee inflammation. Uh, Andrew Benatendi, that news uh, got worse and worse by the day, by the yeah. day. He went on the aisle with right race inflammation that came out later today. Uh, right before we got we went going he's actually having surgery on his handmade bone so he's done for the year uh it's a big loss for the yankees that was another bat that they they traded for and you know could have used and that's just, just another loss there
2: i mean you talk about it you know results oriented disaster trade deadline review
1: it's, I mean, uh, jordan montgomery as of today he had he had five wins the Yankees starter since the deadline had four montas got one today so now that now they yeah. tied him back up
2: montas i mean he's had two good starts and like three disaster starts mm-hmm. uh obviously and then they've had all these other injuries nesters nesters on the il right now i think that's the thing about the yankees we talked all, you know about how their their hitting's been so disappointing well it's it has it, it's not like but the thing is their pitching was was doing was carrying a lot of the work for them there. their starting yeah. pitching was amazing their bullpen they were getting great work obviously out of homes they lost michael king you know yeah. they you know, they at least Louisa goes back. Louisa looked good today, by the way. Two innings. He's not striking guys out this year uh, since coming back, but since coming back, he's been a lot better. You know, he but might get. You know, I could see him getting a safe chance soon.
1: I was kind of waiting for that too. I think that he might that might happen at some point too. But it, it's you're right because they used to get to the sixth inning and just go king for two innings and home for one, and the game were oh, the game was over. It's just not obviously. It's not been the case, so it's uh, it's definitely rough there. Uh, Wilson Contreras missed four straight games with an ankle injury, so that is one that you definitely got to check out. That's a yeah. tough one because you're not do you replace that it's hard to pick up a catcher i think you probably just have to ride with him and hope he hope he plays and it doesn't go in the IL.
2: yeah exactly
1: you mentioned christian Yelich missed friday to sunday with his neck injury another one you got to check on obviously they are three at cores this week so you really really hope that he comes around it's okay right. uh Wonder franco we talked about him a couple of weeks ago he was back in rehab and then he was off his rehab and now he's back he had two hits today uh, for the durham bulls uh sounds like he's gonna be about a week in rehab be back with the Rays if everything goes right by next Monday. So that is one that uh, – if he happened to get dropped in your league, he was available in a couple of mine this week. I did not uh, I did not get him, but uh, <laughs> I think that uh, he's someone that you definitely want to grab as soon as you can.
2: Yeah, the two guys I'm watching are Wander Franco and Vinny P. Uh, two guys who are rehabs this week. We picked up Franco, remember, to replace Tatis because did we you? didn't learn from our stashing lesson at did all. You, did you hold him? We've held him. All right. Uh, you know, we're pretty loyal, actually, on that and probably not – Oh, probably overly so you know i i i only imagine what happens if happened if we would have like dumped uh eloy uh way back when that would have
1: that would have been an impossible drop i think
2: it was yeah. it, it would have been but at the same time like i'm still looking for you know you know if and who no guarantee we would have replaced him with anybody good for that matter too but man just it would have eased so much of just like headache there
1: some good news on a couple of pitchers that did go on the aisle. Uh, Shane McClanahan paid catch today. Expected to be activated uh, when he's first eligible, September twelfth. Obviously, pitchers, you never know, but uh, that's pretty good news. When he uh, he looked really troubled in the bullpen. He was like almost in tears when his, his shoulder was hurting. So that's uh, I thought there was something really bad with him, and it turns out it's, uh, it's everything's okay. And then Tony Gonsolin. Threw in the outfield for the first time on Saturday's MRI results were good. They came back. They think he might be able to come back in the in the 15 days. Also, um, did you hold Gonsolin? I assume with that news,
2: I did. I mean, we've been we've been riding that roller coaster. Yeah. Fortunately, it's like all in one week. Like,
1: it, oh, he's not ready to throw. It, it. Oh, yes, he's throwing the
2: outfield again. Yeah.
1: He went from two starts this week when we started the week to probably done for the year. hasn't picked up a ball yet. And then MRI was good. So you're right. It was like, I was hold then throw, then put on the bench, then drop and then back to hold. So it was, it's a lot of emotions in one week. Yeah. Someone asked in the chat, Jeff, would you drop Eloy Jimenez for Riley green?
2: I don't think Riley green's been all that good either. Right.
1: Um, I, I think, think I like that- the
2: idea of Riley green better than the actual performance.
1: Yeah, Riley Green has five homers and one steal, and he's hitting .256. Um, so no. I I have to hold. I got to hold on to Eloy. I think that uh, if you've held him this long, I think you have to hope for a hot month, and that's that's what you're going for.
2: Yeah, because the idea is that at least Green might get you stolen bases, but he's had one. He's been caught four times. Ooh. Uh yeah, he's got a green. Light. He's got a red light right now. He does not have that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I hold Eloy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Eloy's a guy that you could get really hot for a month, and 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 you know, gain you three points in home runs, a bunch of points in RBIs. I think you got it. You got to hold it. You've done it this long. Uh, we talked about Ryan Presley earlier. He had a bullpen session on Saturday. Expect to be activated on Tuesday. The Astros do play Monday, Jeff. If you happen to have Ryan Presley, maybe in a main event, uh, let's say, asking for you know someone I know. Do you use mm-hmm. him this week?
2: Yes, I think I do.
1: I think I do too. Um, He's just so good that, and the injury was so minor. It sounded like if they, if they weren't leading the division by 100 games, they probably wouldn't have put him on the aisle. So, um, I think I'm going to use it. Also, uh, John Birdie missed the whole series this weekend with a sore right hip. It's too bad. He was finally he had a home run and a stolen base in the game, and then he got hurt. But uh, I don't know. That's one that you just got to hope for. Hope he's in the lineup. You need stolen bases. Obviously, an important guy. But uh, he's he's a, he's a hole at RBIs. He has two RBIs this month, which is tough to play.
2: Yeah, I imagine it would be. I, I Frankly, I'm wishing that he, he he has a long-held desire to convert to pitching and starts exercising that this year because I don't have him anywhere. Fair enough. I'm not – that. that way, I'm not wishing any ill. I'm just no, wishing he,
1: he advances his career aspirations. The, the next Shohei Otani, but just pitching only?
2: Yeah, something like that.
1: Uh, Ramon Laureano played in his third rehab game on Sunday. Sounds like he's going to join the A's on Tuesday. So if you held on to – Raymond, it's a good week to get him back in with uh, with six games this week. Uh, Luis Robert, we mentioned him earlier. He had reinstated from the paternity list. He's going to start on Monday, so they say.
2: Yeah, he's high on that list of frustrating players to roster this year.
1: Cabrian Hayes is high on that list, too. Uh, he missed the weekend with left shoulder discomfort. Um, I finally got over Cabrian Hayes, Jeff. I dropped him in an online this uh, this week. He has uh, He's at 242 with six home runs. Yeah. Six. Yeah,
2: yeah another one of those.
1: I like the idea of the guy than the actual yeah. guy. He does have 14 steals, so it's provided some value there. But it's uh he's got six home runs and thirty-six RBIs and 466 plate appearances. That is a big hole if you uh, if you need home runs and RBIs. Uh good news on Jordan Alvarez returned to the lineup on Sunday. He's been really bad for a month, so not only been injured, but been bad. Um yeah. he did have two RBIs late in the game today, so maybe it's coming around, but he's someone that I just think if he's playing, you got to play him, and just uh, hope hope he figures it out, and hope the hand is something he can play through.
2: Yeah, that's something I've been doing. Vegas, Maine, we're in that boat right now, uh, and it's tough. Like we had, you know, on Friday.
1: Okay, he's active. He's he's. It you know, looks like he's going to come back. All yeah. right, we'll get him going. Nope. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have somebody to put in for him once he got scratched too. All oh my guys had already started, so I did get the two RBIs today. But it was uh, not good to have a guy like that sitting Friday, Saturday. Right. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Drury missed the weekend. It sounded like he had a head contusion, but I was watching the, the Sunday night baseball game, and it sounded like Bob Melvin is worried that maybe he might have a concussion. So that I'm I'm a little bit worried about that one.
2: Well, you saw how that happened, right? I did not. Okay, he got hit by a pitch on the flap of the helmet, and it broke uh, okay. the flap. Oh, geez. I mean, yeah, it was it. it he stayed in the game ever so briefly, and they pulled him, and they, they were worried about that. Yeah, so I, I would have a, I would definitely think that's yeah. a good question.
1: Melvin did not sound optimistic about that, didn't sound no. a little worried about it. So that's someone that – make sure you have a, a, a backup for Drury this week. It's tough because he plays so many positions. He's such a nice uh, – what did you just throw that at?
2: A cat. She's getting into a bag. Sorry.
1: Was that a, was that a pen? What was that?
2: Yeah, it was. And she's she's just a very annoying cat right now. i got to throw it again, too. <laughs> just don't the hit best. the cat.
1: You'll get in trouble if you hit the cat.
2: <laughs> just throw it kind of close if she does it she goes into again she knows she's being a brat so
1: last guy i want to ask about before we get out of here jeff we kind of talked about him a little bit earlier but uh michael harris the second has been unbelievably good for the braves uh 15 home runs 16 stolen bases hitting 303 has not slowed down either in august uh, since august 1st he's at 349 six home runs five steals dude is awesome where does michael harris go in drafts next year
2: on my team but besides that uh yeah i'm glad you you guys pick him up anywhere yeah i might have uh and scarf also which is doing pretty well uh uh yeah uh i i i I, I mean man 15 and 16 right now and he's hitting for average still he's still striking out a lot in half a season
1: he's played 89 games
2: yeah um it, it's crazy. The only thing only you know mark against him is the the strikeout rate. Like the, the K percentage is like 25%. But that's down from where it was earlier in the year. He's starting to adjust to breaking pitches better. He's and batting was, a little higher in the order now. Was not um, a
1: strikeout guy in the minors either, so I think that's like a first time through. He's under 20% last 2 years in the minors. Like how good is this guy and how bad is your aim? Oh, I'm just trying to I'm buzzing the tower. I'm not All hitting right. her like you said. Yeah, you don't uh, want to I, do that. No, um, no, he's at. He has. Uh, he has one game since August sixteenth where he doesn't have a hit.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's
1: every every night. You're right. He's, he's starting to hit six. He hit second once this week. Um, but you know the the problem was it was eighth and ninth, and now it's six. I tell you what, he's been he's been unbelievably good. He had
2: one game second, like you said, and yeah. yeah, I just I don't want to jinx it because he's just so good. And you know when the rest of the when the rest of my roster is not hitting and he is, he's been like especially valuable to have.
1: And you look at it, 45% hard hit rate, 11 and percent barrel. Like it's all supported. Um, I don't know. What's he like a third round pick next year? Is that too high? Is that, I don't know. Is that too high? Is that too crazy?
2: You get partisans like me and no, it's not. But I mean, if he, he if he projects to be a 2020 guy with average, I mean.
1: I mean, projects to be a 2020 guy by the end of this year.
2: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's I, it's going to be very hard. I I got to pull up Ryan Roof's column because they, you know, he is was in Rob DiPietro's too early uh, uh, yeah, draft yeah. champions, seven round draft champions, and I want to see where Harris went because it's probably probably would be higher now actually than it would be even then. But that uh, was
1: like uh, like ten days ago, maybe.
2: Yeah, closer encounters. Uh, it was you know he wrote Ryan wrote the article on August twenty third, so it was before that even. Let's see if I can squint and see the grid properly here. to See that there. But uh yeah, it, it was uh Michael Harris went in the where'd he go? that's is that Harris or is that Marte? I can't even read. Oh, I see yeah, Michael
1: Harris at the four the start of the fourth round pick. Oh there uh, he is. Yeah, pick forty eight by Ryan himself. By Ryan. Yeah. Yes. That's picked forty-eight. It looks like about the twelfth outfielder or so. Yeah.
2: I need, a, I need to be this on a bigger monitor or at least have my reading glasses or something. The
1: uh, the, uh, pit, the pick after Fernando Tatis, funny enough.
2: Yeah. Uh, Harris. Or, so I'll ask you that question Harris or Tatis?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I always go with the guy that's playing a full season.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think I mean, so too.
1: Tatis is unbelievable, but like it'll be what a full year not playing and he's going to miss the first month.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have a hard time not taking Michael Harris over him. I'm just not one that usually takes the guy that's missing the first you know month of the
2: season. I'm with you on that. The guy that went immediately after him is Marcus Simeon. You want to talk about a guy who's had two different stories to this season?
1: He, he was so bad early on in like the last two months, he's been unbelievably good. Yeah. He's 20 uh, he's 2120 right now.
2: Yeah. He he's really good. He and Seeger are not the problem there, that's for sure.
1: No, so the problem is they spend all the money on those guys. They have nobody around them. Although Nathaniel Lowe. Has, been, has hit 400 since August first with eight home runs and 22. He's, guy, he's been the he, who I never thought that he would be the better best low of this season, but better than Josh, better than Brandon. He's been the best one so far.
2: Yeah, low, low. You know any variant yeah, there? Well, I was going with the same same yeah.
1: spelling, so I'm throwing the same bucket.
2: Adolis Garcia has been good on that team too. They just don't have any pitching.
1: Uh, young guys are going to be fun in drafts this year. Both Bobby Witt and Julio Rodriguez are both going in the first round, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Julio for sure. I think we've covered that ground pretty probably, thoroughly.
1: Bobby Witt's 2026 20, right now.
2: I know. He's good. He's just, yeah, he, he's not. That's the thing is, you know, they both are rookie of the year quality players. Uh, just they happen to be in the same league.
1: Yeah. I mean, Julio wins it, right?
2: Julio wins it, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But 26 to 32, it's not just 26 stolen bases, but very successful rate. Witt does strike out a bunch. That is still he his issue. He strikes out less than Julio. I guess.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. He's only 22%. That's not that bad these days. Yeah.
2: It's just I guess he just doesn't walk that much. Four he's and not, a
1: half. Yeah, he does not walk that much. His hard hit rate's not huge either, but uh man, he's just he's 2026. 20, Julio's twenty two, twenty three. Julio's hitting twenty points higher. They're a lot closer than the uh than the you know the hype would you would you believe on those two guys. I, mean, buy, I I buy that argument. Yeah, they're both they're both awesome and uh but they're they're closer than they're closer than anybody thinks right now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, been, I took Wit in the third round of my main event that's that's doing well. And uh, I had a lot of regret early on because I took him over Emmanuel Clauset who then went in the turn before I could take him again. But uh, yeah. I can't really complain when when a guy's at 20. I know the average level, but 20 home runs, 26 stolen bases. It's hard to really complain too much about that. He's been great. Uh,
2: honestly, and he, he's running a lot more now than Julio uh, is because Julio's were all front-loaded. Front yep. the, the Mariners have kind of shut down that running game on on their own
1: hard to hard to blame them too much for that. I mean, he just uh, he had the one injury and then probably uh you'd try yeah. just like, yeah, you know, go ahead and hit bombs for a while. Exactly. Game is in a good place though. That's a, that's two rookies that are going to be in the first round next year and that's uh, that's pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, cool Well, thanks everybody for listening to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We always do appreciate it. If you happen to watch us live, thanks for that. If you asked a question, thanks for that. Hopefully we got to all those. If you're listening to us on the audio version, we appreciate that too. If you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott We'll answer some questions there, chat baseball with you there. Um, I will try uh, after about 1 o'clock next Sunday. I promise to be all baseball, but between 10 and 1, it might be a little bit of football in there. I apologize for that. As as Trey Lance is hitting Brand Ayuk for sixty yard touchdowns, uh, there might be some might be some comments.
2: There might be, there might be. I I, I, Jeff, I make no apologies. I so will give be me, doing give, me both.
1: give me thirty seconds on how Trey Lance's season's going to be.
2: Bumpy at first, better later. All right. Uh, I I got I picked him up twice this week because his actually you know I, I wasn't going to be the, the guy that pushes him over like Brady or Russell Wilson or all that, but in a couple of leagues he fell and I was willing to take him then.
1: There's a lot of people that are worried. Once they kept Jimmy, that I definitely saw him falling in leagues. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's any point where he gets benched for performance?
2: I mean, there's a non-zero chance of that.
1: Do you think there it happens? has to be? I there's, mean, it's definitely a non-zero chance. If I, he plays like he
2: did against Arizona, his first start, he will get benched.
1: Yeah, I. But I, I think don't think it, he
2: will. I think, I think it'll be the better leash is eventually. going to be
1: exceptionally long. I think he's going to have to really suck to get benched. Which, well, is yeah, I
2: mean, Jimmy G wasn't even like doing meetings. I mean, he didn't, you know, even
1: play, he didn't have a playbook till like three days ago.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: By his choice. Yeah, the whole thing is very strange. But, yeah. you know, six and a half million dollar backup for someone like that is probably a smart play if there's not the weird stuff in there. But there is just a lot of weird stuff now. It's it's uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. I've gone from uh, being excited about the seasons to now just being I'm, I'm going to be annoyed because every time they have a three and out, there's going to be people on Twitter looking for a bet. It's <laughs> gonna be, you it's you gonna look be for crazy.
2: reasons to be annoyed, though.
1: Oh, I do. I find reasons aplenty. But yeah. Uh, usually during games, I'm not on Twitter very much, but like the media, it, the media is gonna be tiring after a game. It's gonna be. Rough.
2: It's not hard to find reasons, though, too, in, in fair in hard. defense of you.
1: Yeah, and the key the key to football Sunday is to stay off Twitter anyway, because there's going to be the first quarter of the first oh game. Every time someone scores a touchdown, I told you guys to draft them in the sixth. It's gonna be
2: awful. Oh yes, we know too many people like yeah. that too.
1: First first quarter first week Twitter is a, is a rough place to
2: be. First eight yard run, yeah. it's gonna be right. like that.
1: Oh, Damian Pierce has crazy burst. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be rough. A lot, of, a lot of scouts out there. So anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. We, we do appreciate that. Hopefully, everybody has a good fantasy baseball week. We'll be back at you uh, next Sunday night. Hopefully, we'll have a couple of football wins and a good baseball week to talk about. So uh, we look forward to that. Thanks, everybody, again. Uh, we'll be back at you next Sunday. Take care.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.